can go live. So All just right. so you know. Okay, it says we're live. Let me. There we go. Oh. Okay. Yay. Okay, so we are live. <laughs> I love we it. We did it. It worked. Yes. I'm so happy. Okay, so we are live with Dylan Carter. He Hello. Is, yeah. He is one of the founders of Aura, our excellent repricing software. And tonight we're going to take all your questions and get get some an answers from Dylan about the repricer, how it works, you know, your struggles, uploads, all that. Um, so I, we're going to give a few minutes to let people jump on so I can monitor the comments. And then, so, all right, good, good, good. So I'll just ask you the first thing um, that I want to ask okay. is um, the one thing that the one thing that is you know a cumbersome task. Maybe you have some tips. Um, is going to do that daily or every other day whenever your inventory goes live. That's yep. new, and we have to put in our prices. Um, and then you know, so I upload my price, and then I have to go and I have to toggle to set the repricer. And then um, to say on, enable the repricer. And then it says that I need to go in and enable it for the repricing strategy. So when might that be? Give us an update on anything you know about inventory sure. lab integration. And then um, let us know if there's a shorter way to yeah. do it or tips. <laughs> yeah, for right? sure. We're all, we're all about like click reduction, right? <laughs> because if we can do yes. it instead of 10, that's always good. Um, in terms of just the inventory labs question that's still an ongoing thing um who knew that was more strategy than simply being like hey guys let's jump into a right. phone call we're both awesome <laughs> let's talk um right yeah still uh in the strategy of getting that you know our plans and goal is to have that done integrated and completely released by the end of summer um if it happens okay. before that even better cool. Right. But in the, in the meantime, you know, we were kind of talking before we started this about how you approach um, uploading those costs and having that data put into Aura whenever you're um, shipping out new inventory. Yes. And I'll show you a way okay. to use that same upload feature to save you time from having to go from uploading your cost, then applying a strategy, and then toggling on repricing. We can actually just batch that all Do together. Do it all at once. So, awesome. Because that's yeah, a, so I'm me, probably doing it a little bit. I mean, it only takes a couple minutes. Sure. Um. But I'm, I mean, you know, efficiency, you know, right. <laughs> every minute saves Always a nice thing. Right. So let me pull this up here sure. and you should be able to share. Yes. Yep. And so I got my little yep. HQ going on up here just so I can see everything coming in. Sweet. So let's jump into one. How do you get your pre-filled template that you're going to work from? Now you can absolutely work from a blank template. I'm not a huge fan of doing that um, just because there's a few things that can go wrong that you might not notice, right? So okay. if you're putting in the SKU header for your SKU column, you might accidentally put in two U's and oh, really right. notice it. Super normal. So instead, we use the pre-filled template. So you go to your uploads page, generate template, pre-filled templates, and then Aura listings. So okay. once we do that, and this is our demo account here, it will pull up all of our listings that are currently in Amazon. So if you just sh uh, ship something out and they have not been imported into Aura yet, it may not be on here. But okay. typically from what we've seen, because it's kind of you know up to Amazon when they send that information, typically by the time you click um, complete on a shipment, that's starting to be pushed to us. So it's actually okay, pretty good quick. Good to know. Yeah, yeah, so it's pretty quick. I thought it so, was because when I see, yeah. I go back into Aura and it's like, oh, you're missing me. And I'm like, oh, it's because we put in a shipment. Okay. Right. <laughs> yeah. Good. So when you hit complete, then okay, great. Exactly. And so let's jump into this kind of structure here. So there's there's two types of columns of data you're going to have. One that you can actually edit and upload, which makes changes. And right. the second one is purely for reference purposes. So a good example of one that is just a reference is going to be your current price. You know, we've had users be like, hey, can I just set this to $20, re-upload, and all my prices get changed to $20? Uh, no. So that's reference only. Um, that's a security okay. kind of you know stability thing because okay. you might accidentally put your cost in here, upload this. Right. Um, you know, whatever could happen. So there's a few columns that you're not really going to make changes on. Um, so 
current shipping fulfillment type. You can't, you know, upload this into Aura and then all of a sudden your FBA listing goes to a fulfilled by merchant listing. Not really going to happen. Yeah, I actually only just use SKU, Marketplace ID, and Cost. I actually deleted all of that stuff because it was just like, I don't want to... I don't, Yeah, <laughs> it's already there, right? Yeah. I don't really need to deal with it. The things I have to have exactly. linking is the SKU, the marketplace ID, and then linking it right to that cost. Exactly. So, and so that's what I like to do too. So I delete okay. every column I'm not using or that I'm not required to use. So the two you have to use are going to be the first two. So right. that's going to be SKU and marketplace ID. Okay. Um, everything after that you can delete again things that you don't want to change. So let's walk through an example of you want to upload your cost and I'll show you how to save some time as well. So we're going to go ahead and delete some columns. So Amazon Marketplace ID. Now, if you have multiple marketplaces in Aura, you would need to keep that. For the majority of our users, it's only going to be one marketplace for Amazon. So it's not going to be a big issue. Uh, So then we're going to go to current quantity. We're also going to delete that one. We're going to keep costs. We're going to yeah. then delete everything from min price to Over. map price. Okay. Okay. So we're not going to touch those. We're going to go ahead and leave repricing enabled and strategy ID. And I'll explain that in a second. Okay, good. And yeah. Everything from ASIN to the right, we can get rid of. All of this is going to be purely reference. Um, sometimes depending on the export, depending on where it's from, I may actually keep the ASIN for the formula that I'll kind of show you guys how to use. Um, but for inventory labs, that's really not an issue. So I delete that as well whenever I'm working with the inventory labs export. Awesome. Okay. And then we're going to get rid of this category as well. Okay. So what we're left with are, are two reference required uh, columns and then the three that we can actually edit. So getting your costs into the field. Now, this gets really cumbersome, but I'll yeah. show you a way to kind of make this easier. We're going to get a little nerdy, but not too much. I like your so example. instead of having, you know, <laughs> split screen, you grabbing the SKU, hitting copy, jumping over to another spreadsheet, hitting, you know, command F to find it. That's, that's what I do. Too much work. Okay. So I'm going to show you what's called a V lookup in Excel. Now I'm using numbers right now. Let's, let's negate the tool. Um, numbers, not a great Excel tool, but I would use typically Google Sheets or Excel. Right. Well, I do have people that are using numbers. So okay. um, now you can still use a V lookup. No. Sorry. There's You're good. There. You can hear that so, one, huh? Okay. You can still use it. So I'll okay, show you how to do a V lookup. Because it's been way. like 97 years since I've seen this. I know what okay. you're talking about, but I haven't done sure. it. So here's here's what I'm going to do. I would create a second sheet. Yes. I would I would command also copy everything in the inventory labs export and then just paste it here. It's going to fill out. Right. Uh, And I don't have a a good example to show you, you know, I'll have to put uh, together a video of me kind of doing that with full data. I should have given you some fake data. That's okay. (laughs) Um, You're typically going to have like, I believe seven or eight headers or columns. Yep. The ones I'm going to delete are going to be pretty much everything, but SKU, uh, potentially. It says, it says active cost. And your active cost, exactly. Okay. And so just as kind of an example visually here, what we would end up having, this would be uh, SKU. And they don't call it SKU. It's M-SKU. Um, they use M-SKU, that's right. Yep. So M-SKU. And then they would have your active cost per unit, if I'm not mistaken, is how they kind of place that out. And so what I do then is I create what's called a named range. It's super simple. Um, Basically, you highlight the whole thing. I I actually don't know how to do it in numbers. But in Google Sheets and Excel, you go to the data tab. And actually, let me just show you how to do that, because that might be helpful. So let me grab this right here. And we're just going to go ahead and create a new file, a new Google Sheet. And so once I have everything uh, highlighted, so I would just do uh, Command A or Control A, I go to Data, Named Range. Okay. Click on that. And because it's highlighted, um, it'll ask for a name. I just leave it named as Named Range 1. And so I'll show you how that comes together. So basically, it's just referencing all the data that ends up being 
let's jump back over here in, the other in our second sheet. Right. Okay. And so here's how this all ties together. And it's going to save you a ton of time because it's great. So this is column one. This is column two. That's super important. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to do what's called a VLOOKUP. So we do enter VLOOKUP. You can see it's already auto-filling, yep. saying, hey, this is what we want to use. Perfect. It's then going to walk you through four sections that you have to go through. One is going to be, what's your main reference that you're going to look up? For us, that's going to be SKU because SKU is on both uh, spreadsheets, right? So both sheets. Well, one is MSKU. So MSKU is uh, it's still going to be SKU, but the way Inventory Labs, for some reason, they don't just call it SKU. Their header is a little different. Okay. Okay. Um, so okay. you can use this with ASIN as well. Um, I like to use SKU because you may have different SKUs for you know the same ASIN, so your cost uh, might be different. So I use right. SKU. So okay. you see that's our main reference, our columns uh, range. This is where we would put named range one. So okay. named, and we don't have that in here, but we would put named range one. Let's see if it's gonna let me do that. And it's not letting me do that, but that's okay. And then we have the return column. And I'll, I'll write out this whole kind of uh, formula okay. as well. Okay. The return column is then what we have here. Okay. So this would be two. So we would put for the return Eight column two. two. And then for some reason, I cannot explain to you why, the last little caveat is you need to put in false. Oh, okay. For some reason, just solves a ton of issues. And so let's let's take a look at what this would end up looking like. So this would be equal. Let me put this in parentheses so that it doesn't mess up. So V lookup. This then becomes A2, which is just going to be this right. reference right here. Yep. Comma named range one, which is the range we created by using the data tab. Okay. And then the second column, which has our active cost per unit from inventory labs, and then all caps false, and we close the parentheses. Okay. So whenever we do this, it's nerdy. actually going to find the skew on our second sheet. Okay. Then get the cost from the second tab or the second column. The associated column. Okay. And then and it's then going to just simply paste it here. It's just going to go. And then you just. Double click and make the VLOOKUP and it'll go all the yeah. way down the line. You pull so it down. Then, exactly. Yeah. So then when you are, okay. So I have another question. Sure. So sometimes when I am importing from inventory, this is like a Jessica Q&A right now, isn't <laughs> it? Okay. It's, so it's, Tammy says it's fault. Hi guys, by the way. We have some people watching us. Um, Tammy says false if it can't find the value in the table. Yeah, basically, yeah, I can't fully describe exactly what it does, but it solves a bunch of potential errors and just okay. factors a lot of them out. So I have a question. So <laughs> sometimes when I do my import mm -hmm. and then I, so when, so this is going to solve the problem of sometimes my marketplace ID doesn't, isn't in there. Like I'm copying it from, I'm copying the SKU column and the cost column and I copy it over to my Aura master file, right? Mm -hmm. Sure. And then I figured out, I was like, well, some of them are erroring. And then I found out that I hadn't pulled down my marketplace ID yes. through all the extra listings that had populated. Yeah. So that they weren't getting revised. And I was like, okay, well, what does that mean? So right. this, this looks like, this would be your like Aura master document. Exactly. Desk. So it's already going to have the marketplace ID all the time in column B. Yes. Okay. So this is why I like using the pre-fill <laughs> templates versus the blank. Got it. Um, because it factors out a lot of potential issues that you might not think to correct or, or even notice, right? Okay. And so instead of me trying to create this myself, I'm just reducing it down to what I need. And instead of me manually copying everything from another spreadsheet into this one, because let's face it, that's never really fun. Right. I'm just going to reference it in a smart way and then pull this down, this formula, and it's going to apply to all of them. And so it's going to save you a ton of time, right? So it becomes a really like a two-click process versus you jumping back and forth. Does that make right. sense? So I have a question. So sure. the SKU column and the cost column are both going to be the lookups, right? 
So SKU and Marketplace ID, these are already going to be here because we downloaded it from Aura oh, or Prefield. Yeah, so those are already there. Okay, never mind. Never mind. You're right. So the only VLOOKUP that we're going to do is actually going to be for cost because Got we it. have that in another sheet that we're going to store in sheet two, right? Um, and what I'll do is I'll, I'll put together some full data sets. You know, I do this a lot with users, but obviously I can't show that data. Right. I mean, <laughs> so, I can give you the out of stock if you need it or whatever. Okay. You know, we can populate that. That's yeah. not the issue. And it's uh, really not hard. That, you know, it's just understanding the structure. Um, it's just remembering that this is going to be and if you can just really, and you can Google it too. It's, it's, it's less cumbersome than you think it is. Um, I'm a finance major. So they kind of force us to learn these things. Right. Uh, so I being, get that. But like, just learn it and then practice yeah. it just like everything else. Um, but, yeah. the, but the great thing is, is, you know, this is a couple steps less than what I've been showing my, the, my mentoring clients. So mm -hmm. that's helpful. So once I get this mastered, then they can master it. Um, right. And Good. this is the whole formula. So minus the parenthesis or the um, little quotation marks here, okay. it's just going to be equal, all caps, okay. VLOOKUP, parentheses. A2 is going to be where your SKU is. So that's going to be your reference. Named range is basically going to be sheet two. You have to create that, but that's super simple. You just, you know, reduce down to the SKU and the active cost per, uh, per unit. Mm -hmm. Highlight everything, create a name range, um, and then... The two here is saying that column two of that name range is where our actual costs are. Right. Boss just factors in a few potential errors that we really don't want to deal with. Right. And once we do that, it will go ahead and pull in that information. Now, I've started to make this a little bit more complex because let's say you don't have that cost for that particular SKU. So that might return like an NA, just an error. So what I... I have begun doing is I add a little well, other section here. So why wouldn't you have a cost for a skew? Because it was free. It depends. Yeah, it totally depends. Well, you should um, probably have. I should. You should probably have a cost for your items. <laughs> you should. It doesn't always happen. So we have some users okay. where you know they might have older inventory before they started with inventory labs. That um, makes so sense. Whatever reason, what I do instead is I wrap this up, and this is getting like kind of nerdy, and I get it. Uh, just a huge asterisk. If at any point you get stuck with this, please reach out via support. Okay. I will do this for you. Don't feel like you're on your own with this stuff. You <laughs> are live to 1500 people. Just so you know, I'm just kidding. My calendar no, but I mean, got filled. You know, <laughs> we can manage it, you know, cause I don't mind yeah. fielding the questions from, from my members. I want them to be successful. Mm -hmm. Okay. So great. Um, so, so when, when you were saying when they don't have it, you put what? Form. Yeah, so basically what this does is it puts the formula inside another formula. Super okay. simple. All it says is if there's an error, basically that oh. in A from this happening, I put uh, two parentheses with just a space in between it. And so basically if it's an in A, it just puts an empty space, which yeah. Aura is totally fine with, right? Aura does not like a zero for no cost. So instead it just leaves an empty space. And so instead of me having to filter through and say, okay, where's the NAs? This actually just wraps it up and says, if it's an NA, just leave it, it blank. We're good. Point. Yeah. I just, it's something I've kind of learned over time, you know, doing these so many times. I'm like, oh, right. if we wrap this up, <laughs> we're pretty good. Okay, good. Good to know because um, I'm sure someone will come in contact with that. Yeah. And that's really, to be honest, this is the most complex side of things. Right. And it really doesn't have to be because if you structure the sheet the exact same way every single time. Right. This formula is copy and paste. Right. That's what Which I plan on doing. Just having Always the a fan of that. Yeah. <laughs> Always a fan of that. Right. Um, and you can, if you want to get a little nerdy about it, you, I believe, can create a macro in Excel that will, you know, if no. you sort it a certain way, it will do it for no. you. No. I don't think you need to, though. <laughs> I'm like, do it. That's enough. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> no, like, then it's like I would hire my VA to do it. But, like, let's yeah, be real. Exactly. Let's do what everybody is doing. And if yeah. we can just get a nice pattern down. And then, as exactly. soon as everyone gets this pattern down, then Inventory Lab will say, okay, you're on board. <laughs> yeah, I think you have to do anything. Yeah. Then right. all of this is irrelevant. <laughs> right. Oh, I can't wait. Okay. Yeah. So now you're going to say, you can turn the repricing enabled yes. and you can assign your strategy. So this is a piece that I right. have been missing and I've been doing that manually. 
So okay. this is a great time savings for me and of course, anyone that I'm teaching. So Perfect. go ahead, I'm so excited. Okay, so these two columns are columns that you can edit, right? So we can toggle on repricing okay. and we can apply a strategy. Now, if you toggle on repricing with no strategy, it's gonna toggle on, but it's not gonna reprice obviously, right? So you see this little code right here. This uh -huh. is a strategy ID. Now here's where you get those, super simple. Is there when any way logging? you can make it just a little bit bigger? Just uh, like, actually, I think I can. Let me. Because uh, I cannot read whatever that strategy is. I can't read that. Yeah, let me do that. Let's see here. Because I would. I'm sure there's other people that I can't see. Oh, fantastic! No, actually, that's pretty good. Is that good? <laughs> I I like it. <laughs> if no, I that's like good. It, um, I can hear people taking screenshots of this. <laughs> yes, yes, but that's good because now they'll know. Yeah. Okay, great. Exactly. Okay, so here's where you get the strategy ID. If you go to your strategy page within Aura, okay, this little guy right here. Okay, okay. Now, good. if you just click on it, it's gonna take you to the strategy itself. Not right. a big deal. Um, but I just right click, and you can just do that right there. Right click and copy. Okay, perfect. And so here's what we do now. Jump back over. Yeah. We can apply that strategy ID. So now Aura knows. Let me kind of sum that up there. This is the strategy that we want to use right. to apply. So if you have, let's say, three or four, it's good right. to know which is which, right? right. Um, so if we just applied this to all of them and uploaded, right. this would all be applied. We'd have our cost, but we wouldn't toggle on repricing yet. So okay. here's the crazy trick for toggling on repricing with the upload page. You turn the false into true all caps. As soon as we upload this, it's going to have our cost. It's going to apply this strategy and it's going to turn on repricing. Good. Great. I love that. Because you know, we're, yeah. putting in, we're retail arbitrage. We're putting in excuse, exactly. every day, every Wait. week. And it's annoying. <laughs> like, I'm like, oh no. Because <laughs> literally one Saturday, I was at a very low and it was like 6 30 at night. And I was like, I wonder why. And then I was like, oh, 250 things haven't been repriced. You know what? 15 minutes later, I was like, bang, bang, beat sales. And I was like, oh, yep. Jess. There it is. <laughs> There's the on switch. Yeah, 100%. At least I found the solution. So, yeah. okay, great. So I am something you can do too. Okay. Let me kind of show you something too that might help as well. Okay. You don't always have to download the pre-filled template, right? Right. Um, I would prefer you to do that when you're getting started. But once you got things figured out, you know the structure. Right. Here's what I would probably suggest you do. Um, I would delete all the rows because you don't have to have all the rows. You don't. Just the ones you really want to adjust. And so here's what you can do. If you structure this, it's it's going to be the same way, right? We're not the, This structure is going to be all the same for you every single time. The right. only difference here is going to be sheet two, but that's copy and paste. And so what you can end up doing is you do an export from inventory right. labs. You can right. copy it here like you would before. Right. You can actually leave the top um, cell here for this column as the formula. Right. And depending on how you want to approach this, it's up to you. Um, you can copy and paste these for sure. Now you already have your SKUs theoretically stored here, right? Right. And all the new ones. You have to have all the new ones. Well, let's let's just deal with the new ones. Okay. Right. Yeah. So, so how do you do that? What happens when we? I believe Inventory Labs has that functionality where you can export like a closed batch. Um, if not, you can do them all at the same. It's not a big deal. Okay. But either I'm way, like, what I, what I'm you're like, hold on. <laughs> I'm like, this is right. over my head. And so it depends on how much volume you're you're dealing with at one. Time, right? If it's like 10 SKUs, you can absolutely copy and paste them. It's not a big deal. Um, okay. Over 10, in my opinion, I want to batch together. And it's so, probably like one to 200 per week exactly. that I'm putting in. So. Gotcha. Okay. So, we have the SKUs here. What happens when we copy this whole column? Right. And then we paste them here. Uh huh. Well, we know our marketplace ID is going to be the same. So, we apply that to all of them. We just grab this because our costs are also saved here. We drag it down. We toggle this to true. We apply our strategy and then we upload it. So you can reduce the time frame based off the workflow you want to approach it with. Right. 
um, a little bit more over time. So what basically what I'm saying to sum it up is why not create this? Let's say it's in uh, uh, Google Sheets. I like Google Drive, Google Sheets. Yep. I can just have this as like my master Aura upload. So instead of having to go download Right. That's what I do. I just have my my master and then I just just export, open, and Mm -hmm. put it in. Now, that's not a bad thing to do by any means because we were talking about this beforehand before we started, you know, going live and recording. You know, if Aura doesn't have that listing imported from Amazon yet, it's going to throw you an error and you might not know what that error is if you do it the way we just described. But if you know kind of the timing and typically the timing that we see yeah. is by the time you complete a shipment, yeah. Amazon's it's- starting to send that information over. So what you might want to yeah. do, do what we just went over. Just don't upload it yet. Give it maybe till the next morning yeah. and then you just grab the file, drag it here, choose or listings and hit submit feed. And by then they're probably there. Um, so I like my pattern. It. I just do it every afternoon like if i'm done okay. i get done i'm shipping i'm done shipping i just yeah. do, i just do my aura real quick and then i just do it the next day because anything okay. that's being put in is still traveling to yeah. the warehouse yeah but i don't want to go more than like 48 hours unless it's like whatever sure. you know? but so i just do it once every day mm-hmm. and um that's what it's that's what works for me you know yeah, and exactly. that way Nothing gets lost in the shuffle. And now that you've given yeah. me the steps for true, um, for the enabling and yeah. um, assigning, that'll be even easier because then I was going over and enabling and assigning. Right. So I just do it every day after I'm done shipping before I start making dinner Perfect. and, you know, picking up children everywhere. But, um, yeah. <laughs> and, and, and just making sure that you're, I, I always make sure that I do it, you know, Friday. Okay. Like make sure, like, if I don't go put it in for a couple of days, I mean, it's probably traveling, whatever. But Friday for sure, because I feel like Sunday is my biggest day. I want everything to be repricing. So, right. That's my and pattern. you can batch it together for sure, like that, right? right. Um, the reason why we don't share how to use that uploads sheet as publicly as much is only because if you're not really fully, you know, set on your strategy yet, like, you haven't really, like, worked it all out and you're like, yeah, I like the way it works. We're good now. I do want to apply that at bulk. It doesn't really make sense to kind of, you know, share that more advanced feature. Um, but once you have that set and you're like, we're good, I just need a quicker workflow. Then it's perfect to transition to using that upload page um, far more because you can just condense a lot of work into a single upload and let right. do a lot of that processing for you. And I love that. Yeah. <laughs> so I love, I mean, I love the dashboard and the interface. Like it's very user friendly and I appreciate that. I mean, it's definitely um, working for me. Awesome. Um, so we don't have any questions right now, but I wanted to know what, I know you guys have been in the back end. I've seen mm-hmm. some updates, you know, when you click the button to select all, now it's unclicking, which was a pain. Yeah. It was, <laughs> yeah. I had to go unclick. So I, yeah. um, like what updates are coming? Like what have sure. you guys been working on? Yeah. So we released a few things. A lot of the releases, um, you get to enjoy, but not see because it's a lot yeah. of like performance based stuff. Right. So we right. take our data architecture very seriously, um, from a performance standpoint. So a lot of that stuff where we're releasing stuff or, you know, yeah. new code and people are like, Hey, there's no new features. I'm like, no, I promise you there are. Um, right. the major one that we just recently released, um, is now these, metrics at the bottom are clickable. So if you want to work on, yeah, so check this out. So if you want to see all the listings that are currently at your minimum price, so you can determine, do I want to lower my minimum price? Do you know, what do I want to do outside of the buy box? Where is the buy box related to my minimum? Right. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Right. So it makes the workflow a lot easier. And so if you click on that, this is a demo account, but it would load up all of those here for you to just focus on that. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know that. Okay, cool. Yes. So we have that, we have a reports feature we just recently released. We're going to expand on this over time. Um, this is just going to kick out a report that shows, um, the current buy box prices, who's the lowest, um, seller, what that lowest price point is. We have a few users who like that data side of things and similar to the feed upload system, 
they kind of wanted a feed download system um, that they can go through and make a lot of Excel kind of heavy work, but that helps them make better decisions. And so we built the system to where over time we can add new reports that you can download um, every Friday to make some, you know, decisions based off your data and sales, things of that uh, nature. Okay. Um, those are the main ones that we've recently released. Here's what's coming. Um, very excited, actually. Uh, <laughs> so pricing activity. This is a big one for a lot of users and something that's really important to us too is it comes down to like transparency. Right. So a lot of times Aura makes decisions based off the strategy that you may not consider. Or it's, okay. it might be difficult to kind of associate why that was done based off a specific setting. It's easy for us because we do this every single day. So we're building a reporting kind of charting feature. That way you can see, okay, here's every repricing event Aura made, why it was made, um, and how quickly it was made, right? So okay. there's always that lingering question, like, is Aura working? I don't really know right now. Um, obviously, we can see it, <laughs> but you as a user, it's important to know, yeah, it's working, right? We're good to go. Right. Right. Um, and so this page once released um, in the next week or two is really going to share a lot of that data. Okay. So you know specifically what's happening and more importantly, in my opinion, why it's happening. Um, right. Yeah, transparency of what's happening, super important. Um, otherwise, you're, you're somewhat blind to the processes happening in the back end. Right. So that's the big one for me. But also for a lot of users is us rebuilding the My Listings page. Okay. So filtering, if you've done it lately, you'll know it's not persistent, right? So if I filter based off of your price or I only want to see, um, so here's you know just what it looks like right now. If I only want to see out of stock listings, what have yes. you. Yes. yes. As soon as we refresh, all that goes away. Okay, not good. fun, right? So what we're doing is we're going to release a new version of this one, okay. the tabling system is going to be way better in terms of indexing, okay. which is going to um, positively affect our search functionality. You know, the search is really good, but it's, you know, beholden to this. <laughs> so okay. as we increase the indexing and flexibility of the tabling system, that's also going to make searching way easier. Um, what goes hand in hand with that too is, if you have more than one search result, let's say I just want to search based off a brand or a keyword, if I hit enter, nothing's going to happen. Right. So once we release the new tabling system, whenever I hit enter, it's going to return in this table view all of the search re oh, um, results. Yeah, right. So if you just want to tar target one specific brand, it's easy to do that. Um, well, and like <laughs> if I was just doing, well, and I have three listings for one one product because I have it merchant right. FBA and um, yeah. sell and fulfill prime. So, right. um, and I want to go and I want to manipulate that, whatever. Mm -hmm. I have to go click, 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 yeah. click, click. It's not fun. Um, right. So we do have some questions if you're ready. Perfect. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> okay. So Dawn signed up today for the free two weeks, but she does not know how to sign up using FBA ladies discount. So perfect. So I'll show you exactly how yeah. to do that. Um, right. so one, if you haven't signed up yet, go to goora.com forward slash FBA ladies. Are you sure? I think it's ladies of FBA. I think it is ladies of FBA actually. Like my code is Hold wrong. On. I, my code is inconsistent. Um, Here we go. Slash. So ladies of FBA is the link. Yeah. We had yeah. to shorten the code, which is always like slightly confusing. So here's okay. how you use the code. I'm going to post this link in the, awesome. in the, in the question. Okay, go ahead. And so this gives you, if you guys go with this, it's going to give you 15% off the first three months. So you get a little bit of a discount in addition to the uh, two week free trial. So to add the discount code itself, you're going to go to billing. You're going to scroll all the way down to the promotional code section. You're going to put in FBA all caps ladies, and then you're going to hit apply code. And then you'll know that it went through because in the bottom subscription summary section, it'll actually show the monthly minus the discount and then what your actual monthly rate would be with that discount applied. Okay. So make sure you definitely do that. So all caps, FBA ladies. Okay. And just make sure you hit apply code right there. 
Okay, so Dawn is asking a few questions. Um, she said, oh wait, the help video set every, to set everything up disappeared and I'm unable to find it again. She's very yeah, lost. So yeah, so I'll send that to you. That's our little walkthrough video. We're actually building, um, I, I need to set up a video kind of sharing it before we release it. Okay. So right now we're building a system that will step-by-step -step walk you through, like in terms of like it's interactive, right? So kind of like whenever you log into a new app and it says, hey, click here, let's show you how to use this. Aurora is also going to have that functionality. So when you first log in, it's going to say, hey, let's walk you through connecting your marketplace. And hey, let's go ahead and walk you through creating your first strategy. So a lot of that's going to be way more intuitive. Okay. Um, but Don, go ahead and send me a message in Slack. Uh, or I'm sorry, in, um, yeah. in Intercom. It's been a long day. Oh. No, it's okay. <laughs> so Don, I want you to please navigate to goor.com and then navigate down to the bottom right. There's a little yeah. um, chat icon and talk to Dylan or James yeah, directly right that there. Video. Yeah, and yeah. he will help you. Um, okay, and then the next question is from Don. She says, can I set everything up on a tablet or will she need a laptop or desktop? So I wouldn't suggest it on a mobile, like a, like an iPhone or anything like that, but, but iPads are, cause I, I test with mine here, my 2018 kind of like student version, I think is what I have. Um, okay. it works well, um, to get started and creating things. Yeah. You can absolutely do that. It's not going to be obviously like the quickest experience without having a mouse, of course. Right. Um, but uploading your cost, I would definitely suggest you to do that on a desktop or a laptop, just because you're really going to need a mouse in that instance. Right. Um, cause even me having a keyboard hooked up to my iPad, I'm pretty efficient, but there's only so much I can get done. Right. It would be um, easier scale. to do it on a computer. Yeah. Um, as opposed to a tablet, but it can be done is what you're saying. Yeah. Getting your Was account it? set up. Um, hooking up your marketplace to Aura and having everything start to import and creating a strategy, you can absolutely do that on an iPad. Yeah, not okay. going to be an issue. Yeah. Okay. And then um, Candida says, is it possible to see the sales that we receive thanks to the repricer? <laughs> yeah, right. that's a good idea. So yeah, I wish. I, so before we even started actually developing, we had so many cool ideas. One of them being because a lot of it kind of revolves around transparency and showing positive ROI. Because we're, you know, obviously we come at this from being uh, wholesale sellers ourselves. Right. Um, right. I want to know what's my ROI on any tool that I use. And so what we want to develop, and this kind of goes hand in hand with the pricing activity page. Right. Three is, is, you know, new sales attribution. So I want to be able to tell you at a user level, for every dollar you spend on your subscription with us, we return back to you X number of dollars in new revenue that you otherwise would not have gained. Um, oh, that would be there's awesome. a few ways we can do that. The way we're talking about right now, and we'll have to test this, of course, is if we made a price change within a certain period of time and a sale happened because of that price change, we can make a fair assumption that we can attribute that to Aura helping you make that um, sale. Right. Um, we're trying to work out the you know, kind of data science side of that, because we want it to be, you know, a high accuracy rating, right? We just right. say, oh, hey, oh, this is because of us. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you know, I don't want it to be novelty, right? I, right. I, I'm completely against anything that's really impractical. Right. Um, and I mean, I, we know, I mean, it's, you know, it's happening because you're getting yeah. the buy box more frequently, like for mm -hmm. sure. Um, and especially when you turn it on for like the first couple days and you get all yeah. these random sales of steel inventory you know that yeah. Yeah, that exactly. wasn't moving but yeah. to quantify it it's, it it's a little hard just because you know it's a fluctuation but i like the pricing activity yeah report that's going to be really that's great yeah yeah it's stuff that you know we're kind of passionate about you know changing in the industry of tools for amazon sellers it's let's really focus on that transparency side too um, cause I mean, I mean, think about it from our perspective too. I want to know on average for every user, how much we increase their sales per day, per month. Uh, you know, right. Um, just because if we make a little tweak and we see that number go up on average, 10, 20%, that's, oh, that's a lot. 
right right <laughs> I mean, percent is a lot right yeah exactly um so you know even from our perspective we're like yeah we want to do that that's really cool it's just making sure we do it in a appropriate way sure. to where sure. it's not perceived as just hey that's a cool novel idea but is it accurate accuracy right. matters tremendously and we would want to show you here's how we're calculating that and here's how that system works in full transparency um because if you can't believe in the number we're showing you it's right. kind of irrelevant right, right? right. <laughs> Exactly. Oh, yeah. So I appreciate that. Yeah. I mean, um, I mean, I've been very satisfied with the product. You know, yeah. I've been using it for a few months now and, you know, it's good. And the response time you and James, I've talked to both of you, you know, yeah. it's great. So I'm very pleased with it. Um, awesome. And I'm glad that there is a more affordable version, uh, you know, that is the interface is while it has its improvements yes we all have our improvements <laughs> yes it's, pretty, it's still pretty straightforward from where i'm coming from you know yeah so and okay. i was about to say that too like you know keep in mind that we are i hate to say a newer tool because it's actually been like a little bit of time now right um, we have hundreds of users like multiple hundreds upon hundreds of users so it's yeah. not like we're super new trying to figure things out like we got this under wraps um you know from a performance side not an issue we bench tested against you know informed um formerly app eagle be cool you know those are the main two we typically bench test uh performance against and every now and then we'll try another tool um but typically the forerunners in terms of uh performance is the ones we benchmark against so from a performance standpoint we're we're there um the quirks that we have are really going to be in like the workflow usability right. kind of side, right? This is why we're targeting the my listings page and rebuilding that because yes. if you have hundreds upon hundreds of listings, it's not the easiest thing to use. So right. or fifteen hundred if you're me, yeah, or exactly right. <laughs> yeah, so we have one user as an example. You know, we have one user. You know, right now we have a fifty uh, fifty listing active listing cap, right? So you can actively reprice 50,000 listings right. for $57 a month. So we have one user who has purchased three, I think they're I on have. their fourth additional pack of 25,000 additional listings. So we have users right. with hundreds of thousands of actively repricing listings with no problems, right? So the only, yeah. it was like, hey man, like, if I could do this here, that would be kind of nice, right? Right, exactly. <laughs> that's a lot of where we're focusing on right now is, hey, let's make the tool more intuitive. Let's make it super smooth to use, especially for, you know, sellers that are growing and adding 100, 200 listings per day. Right. I mean, that, that's super important to us as well. We want it to be very intuitive and easy to use. Um, and then over summer, we're starting on the full-on AI repricing strategies because now we have enough data to do it on uh we get to have some fun we get to really nerd out <laughs> i know okay yeah. so we have some more questions so judith okay. um judith says i currently have celery running but i assume i can turn it off right before signing up for aura and starting to set it up correct so i mean you I, what i did this is my experience so i had yeah. informed so I had Amazon, so I had, be, okay, be cool. And then I was confused yeah. and then I did Amazon and then I did <laughs> informed, right? And informed, it made me, my prices skyrocket. So I was like, okay, I have to have it. And then yeah. Aura came up. So I have informed on, I set up Aura at the same time. And then when I want to enable repricing, then I turned off informed. And you yep. can just unclick it from your you can just unlink it from your account and then click the other one and then go over to informed and or celery and say i want to you know i'm, I'm yeah. i would like to discontinue your service so mm -hmm. you can actually go all the way up until that moment so you because you never want to stop repricing you don't want to exactly. miss any sales so that's what i would re recommend judith um and you can totally she says i'm so done with celery and i'm like okay well great well now <laughs> that we have a Great yeah. uh, solution for We're you. Seeing that a lot. <laughs> I've never, um, I, I've never, I've never um, used them, but they sound like a vegetable. But that's you know that's just me. <laughs> right. It sounds like celery. I like it. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> there's my dad joke of the day. Um, <laughs> so here's the way I always kind of recommend transitioning because we have a lot of users like, hey, I have thousands upon thousands of listings. What's the simplest way for me to transition? I never want to transition to be painful for you because there's just 
there's no point in that. <laughs> like, there's no reason for it. So here's what I like to do. You can get set up. You can connect your marketplace. Let uh, Aura go ahead and import all your listings. We're not going to do anything with it yet. Then what I suggest is you pick five to 10 listings you want to start testing a strategy on because what I want oh, you to idea. focus on first is get that strategy tweaked the exact way that you want it. And so what you can do is you can leave the other however many, you know, X listings on celery repricing, leave them be for right now. Right. But let's turn off repricing just for those five to 10 within celery and have them toggled on in Aura. This is going to be our testing batch. Okay. Once we have everything going for, I would say, you know, at least a week and you, okay. you make your tweaks and you're like, yes, this is exactly what I want. Perfect. Aura already has your um, listing data imported. It's good to go. All you now have to do is toggle on repricing, apply a strategy in Aura and then toggle off repricing and salary. Yeah. And that should be fairly simple depending on how they handle it. Right. Um, but for us, it's going to be super simple, but I'm, I'm always a fan of testing in small batches because what I would hate to have happen is you jump in, create a strategy, and it's not it's set up exactly the way you want yet, but you do that for all your listings, right? I would rather you do that for five to 10 listings, okay. make the tweaks you need, get it on point, and then let's start to scale it out because it, it, it just it makes it such a simple thing to well, do. I just do, I just pull triggers, like, Jenna knows. <laughs> you know, like, I'm like, okay, I'm done with inform, bam. And then I like, just pull the You're trigger. Like on, I know, I know that's who I am. So I like that you have a yeah. more conservative approach for other people. Yeah, yeah, um, it depends, right? Yeah. <laughs> but you know, so um, that's, yeah. that, that's what I do. So that's a great idea is to, yeah. you know, take um, a representative sample of your inventory. If it's, yeah. um, you know, depending on the categories that you're selling, you know, and everything like that. Exactly. And just making sure that you have it right. And, you know, if you're mostly RA, OA, you have one, maybe two different strategies. And then if you're, you have wholesale, if you have private label, those all might have different strategies. So exactly. um, that's a really great yeah. point to make that you want to test it. Okay. Uh, Marianne gives the feedback. I am a member of Aura Awesome site. I'm not good with a computer, but easy to navigate. And if you have any questions, Dylan and James also get back to you quickly and they will guide you. So thank you, Marianne, for the yes. feedback. We appreciate it. Um, so yeah, I mean, we have a few more minutes. If you guys wanna, if you have, I don't have any other questions, but if you have them, please post yeah. them. Okay, um, Judith says, totally understandable. I'm always the highest seller and rarely in the buy box or at least not often enough. So I like that it tells me, that. yeah. Yeah, Judith is one of my mentoring clients, so we got to okay. Um, So I like that it tells me what position I'm in. Like yeah. if there's 14 sellers and I'm seven, yeah. okay, well, you know, is this ROI okay? Or could I do it a little lower to get that, mm -hmm. to get up to that number one spot? Like just how yeah. I think about things. Yeah. Um, okay. So she says the feedback for celery is I click the button and it cancels immediately, but they don't delete my rules for three weeks. Um, I don't. Hmm, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't know. Cause I've never used that software, but yeah. um, I mean, Judith, you can definitely work with Dylan. He's very, you know, Dylan and James yeah, are we'll very responsive. You. Um, and yeah. I said, you know, we, I, since I'm using it, Judith, you can, you, you can call me. Right. So. And something to keep in mind too, for those of you who haven't used us or you have and haven't done this yet, um, we are more than willing to jump on a one-on-one -on -one user onboarding session. Even if that's just, you want to talk, <laughs> we've had that too. Where someone's like, no, I just want to hang out with you for like 30 minutes. Like that's fine too. Right. Um, <laughs> those are always kind of fun, right. but no, don't feel like, um, right. another tool that you jump in and you're just on your own, you know, having to use Google to figure things out. Right. Um, You'll and call me and then here. if I can give you a two second, okay, this is how you do it. Like yeah. we are here to help you. Like I, I've been helping, I, you know, I had, I made a few little videos for some of my mentoring clients. And even if you're not a mentoring client, we want this to be successful for you. Exactly. Um, and then you can, you know, call Dylan and, or in the meantime, Hey, you know, I'm trying to set something up. I already messaged Dylan and James. Hey, are you available? Could you? Yeah. I'm sorry. Okay, just making sure my dog. All good. Oh, I thought I hurt my husband. So I was like, the dog. Hold on. So um, you know, if they're not available, you can always message yeah. me, and if I'm available, I can walk. You know, if it's something that I can yeah. answer. So 
Okay. Yeah, you're never alone um, with us. If we need to jump into your account and help make any kind of tweaks with the strategy, so we do this day in and day out. You know, we actually took because we've been doing this for so long and it's at so much scale now. Um, we actually released a new strategy type. So I'll just kind of show you that here. Um, we took pretty much the strategy that we recommend to 90% of the people. Okay. And we created a new strategy with that, with all those defaults. So this is our buy box targeting strategy. So if you come to me and go, Dylan, I need your most recommended strategy. Well, instead of me sending you screenshots like I was doing before, yes. you can hit this, yeah. you can jump in. Yes. It's going to target the buy box price. Yep. It's going to yep. price below by a penny. And obviously you can change any of these. Um, this is do. going to handle your buy box is suppressed. It's going to lower your price by two pennies every two to three minutes. So it can unsuppress and lower the price. Um, a little bit more advanced features here, but for the majority of people just getting started, again, yep. these are our recommendations. And then That's the what we did the section. last time. And now you yeah. just automated it. So you exactly. don't have to teach we everybody. Made it we made yeah. it easier. Awesome. Um, the custom strategy builder is fantastic. We don't have any pre-built defaults in there because it's designed to be a blank canvas for whatever you want to do. So right. it's the same layout, but none of the defaults that we like um, to present to people, because if you want to create something completely unique, you can absolutely do that here. Um, but yeah, we want to make it easy. So don't feel like yeah. creating a strategy, you're again, left on your own. You're like, I have no idea. We even right. got that solved for you. Okay. All right. So uh, Judah says, I plan to thank you both. You're welcome. Awesome. You're Fantastic. welcome. You're welcome. Okay, cool. Well, I appreciate your time, Dylan. Yeah, and, and thanks for having and me. Our group appreciates you. And thank you yeah. for coming out with this great software. Yeah. Um, and keep us posted on the integration for inventory labs. Yes. And then we'll be looking for <laughs> those new features that you talked about. Oh, yes. And um, yeah, and, and then of course, anything that's new and, and exciting for Vendrive. I know that's right. a big thing I haven't been able to dive into, but a lot of people <laughs> have found great successes. Yeah. <laughs> so come on, Jess. Um, yeah. So yeah, we don't have any more questions. Cool. So um, I'm gonna post the replay in the group and then I'll provide you the file um, as well, Dylan. And thank you. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. It's fun to kind of share our little kind of tips and tricks of how we can save you some time. <laughs> right. Awesome. Okay. Well, thank I'm going to, so thank you.